Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. everybody, welcome to the Pro Football Show here for this Thursday, April 30th, as we are, gosh, can hard to believe that it's just a week ago we were getting ready for the start of the draft, and we're now a week through the draft as uh, the weeks and days are flying. We're at March 1st, and we're at the point in time where normally this weekend would be a large amount of mini camps rookie minicamps where guys would come in and begin uh, draft picks and undrafted signings would come in and get a feel for the facility and trainers, strength coaches, equipment guys, get everything that they need there and begin to get some schooling, uh, go through some walkthroughs on the field. It's a good learning session, a good little, um, little work that we do. We'd have a couple of those and uh, it would serve very well. Not so this year, which is why I um, want to emphasize again, there's going to be quite a bit of an effect on how rookie players will have impacts. I'm not saying that no rookie is going to play well this year and no rookie is going to have an impact this year because that's not true. It's universally going to be tougher. Certain guys are going to be pressured or placed in a position to have an impact because of circumstance. But players are going to be less ready this year because of having no off-season program. So it's going to be an issue. It's definitely going to be a problem. Um, it's something everyone's going to have to work through. Um, and all things considered, of bigger problems and bigger worries – I guess uh, this is something we can deal with as long as we got football going on. But we're going to get into the latest uh, transaction news and discussions about some of these players um, uh, and how they may fit, some of the veteran roster players, how they may fit. We're going to break down the AFC South draft um, as we're taking you conference by conference. We've gotten through the, the East teams. We got through the AFC East our first day, the NFC East on Wednesday, AFC East on Tuesday, NFC East on uh, Wednesday, now AFC South um, today and uh, Friday. 
we'll have NFC South. But let's uh, remind you a couple of things. Uh, you've got the complete breakdowns of every pick on every team on LandryFootball.com. So you want to check that out. We are I'm working on uh, a lot of things right now. Uh, from roster breakdowns uh, within the league, we're going to take uh, uh, a little position by position, division by division. We're going to break down rosters and give analysis of kind of what the players are and – with uh, scouting reports on them, how they've graded out, so on and so forth, and uh, things are settling down. Still free agent news left, but still a lot there. So we've got that going. For our college fans, breaking down college programs, we'll be doing that as well. Uh, early look at the class of 2021, we'll get into that, and our recruiting boards on the college scene. So we've got uh, that. Uh, look at the, some of the promising young coaches around. We've got a lot of things going on at uh, LandryFootball.com. So take advantage of our scouting season offer now. You can get not only the draft recap, see how the guys graded out on the board, see the free agent boards. Got it all for you. But getting you ready, an examination and evaluation of the rosters, uh, getting you better prepared for a football season than ever before. That's what we can do for you and what we have for you up on LandryFootball.com. So take advantage of it today. Also, reach out to our great friends at 401k Generation. If you've got a business and you're trying to set up um, a program for your employees, if you're working with yourself, if you wanted to get a first-hand advice or maybe a, a second opinion, this is where you want to go. You want to get honest, fair, objective qualified credentialed information on what to do with your finances. Where are you headed? Are you meeting your financial goals? How to redirect so that you can meet your financial goals? All of that is in play over at 401k Generation, learning more about your finances. Get a financial checkup, as I like to call it. No obligation phone call or text. 1-866-998-5879. They're licensed in all 50 states. So check them out today. And you can learn more about them over at LandryFootball.com. Just click on um, um, 401k generation up on the website. I lost my train of thought. And you can find get a link to their website and learn more about them today. Great folks at 401k Generation, Eddie Rojas and his crew. If we can help you promote your business, we absolutely want to do that. And so check um, uh, check us out at LandryFootball.com. Hit contact, Chris. Hit us up, and we'll get in touch with you. Make sure you're getting this podcast, and make sure that you're also listening to the college podcast each and every day, and spread the word, if you would, about what we are doing here. All you got to do is sign up for Landry Football's conference call. It's a great opportunity for you there. Um, All right, latest news uh, around the league. Um, The Texans declined Gary and Conley's fifth-year option. We've got a lot of the fifth-year option decisions that the deadline's approaching, so we're getting that. And a lot of this is post-draft because, for obvious reasons, what you're able to accomplish in the draft will affect some decisions that you need to make in this regard. Um, a 
they declined the fifth year option on him. It would have paid him ten point two four million dollars. Uh, it was the Raiders' twenty fourth overall pick in the seventeen draft. He's flamed out. Uh, he's had some ankle injuries, so they moved on from him. He's due one point eight point nine million dollars in twenty twenty. So um, they are not going to pick up the fifth year option. The Titans signed cornerback Jonathan Joseph, formerly of the Texans, still one year deal. Um, got background familiarity in Mike Vrabel's scheme and um, 14-year veteran. Not going to give you a whole lot as an every-down player, 36 years old, but he can be successful in a in a role and certainly helping uh, bring along Christian Fulton, uh, working the rotation. Um, so that's the plan there. Um, and also may precipitate a move of Logan Ryan uh, moving on. We'll see how that plays out, keep you up to date on that. The Bills sign University of Washington offensive tackle Trey Adams, more free agent, uh, undrafted free agent signings in a bit. Adams is um, a durability question with an ACL, did work his way back, uh, but he's got, you know, experience starting at left tackle in Washington's pro-style offense, really heavy hands. Curious to see if this kid can stay healthy enough and possibly do something and maybe land on a developmental squad. We'll see if he can make it that far. Uh, the Bears sign Trevor Davis, wide receiver, kick returner. Um, the Bears took a shot on Davis following his midseason release from the Raiders, and he responded with four kickoff returns for 95 yards. That's 24 average yard average. And uh, 26-year-old will get an extended look out wide in uh, Chicago. Um, is the only they added Darnell Mooney, um, so we'll see where this will play out. Um, interesting signing for them. Dolphins signed Kalen Balage. Um, uh, you know, uh, excuse me. Uh, the Dolphins uh, who'd they sign? No, they didn't sign anybody. It's a it's a note I, I made a note to myself. Um, Kalen Balage is in danger of maybe not making this roster, uh, and he could be on the market soon. With Matt Breida and Jordan Howard added this offseason, I don't know that there's room for Belagia. We'll see how this plays out. Um, He could end up getting the third job, but uh, certainly with Breida and Jordan Howard, it's going to be an uphill battle for him. Uh, Another signing for the Titans is offensive guard Zach Karen. Most recently with the uh, XFL's New York team. Hadn't played in a regular season game um, since his appearance with the Redskins. Uh, The Buccaneers exercised their fifth-year option on O.J. Howard. Um, Again, I think they're committed to running a lot of 12 personnel this year, so keeping them makes sense. See if they can develop with Brady. Makes all the sense in the world. Trading him is always an option. If someone wanted to give him a second-round pick, I think that ship has passed. I think they're moving forward with him this year. I don't think they're looking for a draft pick in next year's draft. I really don't. I think they're looking to, to see what he can do this year, and then obviously they're going to be on the hook to keep him or let him go after that. The Bills signed Brian Cox, uh, formerly of the Browns. Um, wasn't intended an offer last month by Cleveland and Buffalo. He'll compete for – um, a job behind Jerry Hughes and Mario Addison and H. Appenezza and Quentin Jefferson. Um, he had uh, just one half a sack. He's appeared in 25 games. Hasn't been very productive uh, in his pro career thus far. And the Falcons. 
decline uh, Tack McKinley's fifth-year option. Um, you know, it, it, if you look at it, um, that's two guys now that in Vic Beasley and Tack McKinley that were drafted in a similar role that just did not pan out for the Falcons. Two high picks, uh, really, really, uh, you know, uh, difficult to be able to get. You, you look at it and you take guys that high that should be impactful. Those should be impactful edge rushers for you, and they've got nothing out of either, very little out of either, and that's a problem. Um, they signed Dante Fowler this offseason. Uh, but we'll see. Um, you know, we'll see what Tack can do. Tack has, you know, got another year to see what uh, what he can do and move forward with maybe having a productive season this year. Um, let's see if he can turn his career around or he's going to end up in the Vic Beasley role. So um, it's, it's disappointing to see that level of uh, production, that low from two high picks. So we'll see if he can have a good year for the Falcons. Um, Dante Pettis is a guy that's on the Niners roster bubble. Couldn't find the field last year. They've got a first-round pick that they put on Brandon Ayuk. Um, Debo Samuel, Kendrick Bourne are roster locks. Uh, Trent Taylor, Jalen Hurd are expected now. Um, Richie James, Travis Benjamin. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. Don't know that uh, – he may be the odd man out, so he's a guy to keep eye, an eye out for on um, uh, the roster waiver look here coming going forward. And a couple of guys being bad. Jacksonville's Telvin Smith was arrested in Jacksonville on Wednesday with uh, charged with unlawful sexual activity with certain minors. So uh, that is um, still on ro- on the roster. We'll see how. And he never officially retired his retirement papers. But uh, not uh, not good look there. Not going to affect their roster, of course. Uh, but noteworthy. And what may affect is Kansas City. Bashard Breland facing a four-game suspension uh, suspension for violating the substance abuse policy. Um, so he's going to appeal the four-game suspension. We'll see how this plays out. Um, he's had uh, obviously some recent off-the-field issues that cloud the pitcher. We'll see. Uh, the deal for Jameis Winston, as we've talked about for a couple of days now, it's just worth $1.1 million. Ironically, made $1.23 million per week last year with the Bucks, so he's pocketed a lot of money. This deal with the Saints is $1.1 million. Now, you can make, he can make more than that if he meets certain incentives. It's potentially up to another $4.7 million. If he meets incentives with playing time or playoffs or making the Pro Bowl, all of those are unlikely. He's going to collect a 952 base salary, $148 signing bonus to back up Drew Brees, learn from that crew, and see where it takes him beyond that. Um, He has mentioned that his depth perception has increased since he's had the LASIK surgery. Um... So we'll see if that can help. Certainly his ability to, I think, embrace the game, study the game. I think it's a good decision. It's not like he had a lot of options, but it's a one that makes a lot of, shows a lot of maturity to say, I'm going to take what I can take, learn, grow, and see what comes out on the other side of this. The Rams wide receiver Josh Reynolds 
Look like he's on track to join Robert Woods and Cooper Cup as the full-time starter with Brandon Cooks no longer on the roster. Um, that's real possibility. Now, Van Jefferson's been um, added, and he's got a really good shot at the third wide receiver spot. But I do like uh, I like a lot of what they have. And, of course, they got Tyler Higsby. Uh, they've got – they've really helped themselves out in finding the type of receivers that really can work close to the formation, be real effective in that style of offense. Over at the Chargers, um, Sam TV is atop the team's option at left tackle for the upcoming season. We're going to see how camp plays out. Lost Okung. And, um, I think TV, uh, Pickens, Pipkins, and Trent Scott and Forrest Lamp are options in that order. None move the 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 needle. Love Forrest Lamp coming out of Western Kentucky. He's never really developed, mainly due to injuries, but it's been a problem, and this has got to have to be a year for him to do something. TV didn't play a single snap uh, there last year, but we'll see how that plays at left tackle. Interesting that they have him uh, kind of listed there, and they're talking about him at, at left tackle going into the season or going into the uh, the summer. Adam Venateri says he's decided he wanted to keep kicking. I don't know. He's coming off of knee surgery, rehabbing. I don't know much that they have much of a market. But you better believe if he doesn't get signed, he's certainly on the short list of guys that you bring in if you're having trouble with your field goal kicker, your place kicker during the season. Right now, number one running back of the Eagles, got to be Miles Sanders. Um you know, not a lot of work to this point, but he's a playmaker. He's both a runner and a receiver. Jordan Howard's in Miami. Darren Sproles is retired. Corey Clements likely moving elsewhere as a free agent. So I think it is going to be him at this point. A lot of pressure and certainly trying to improve their skill position. Receivers, running backs, been real interesting to watch. Some things to watch in Buffalo. The offseason moves kind of put Trent Murphy's spot, roster spot, the defensive end on alert. Took a free agent swing. Uh, the Bills did in 18. Uh, missed all of 17 with the torn ACL. He's posted just nine sacks in 29 games. Heading into the final year of his deal, the release, if they were to do it, would clear $7.5 million of cap room. They signed Quentin Jefferson and Marco Addison in free agency before drafting A.J. Epineza in the second round. Jerry Hughes is already entrenched as a starter. Been expensive fourth or fifth option. Can he earn a higher spot? Keep that out there. He might be at a cheaper option, an interesting signing for someone. Keep an eye on Trent Murphy. Robert Foster is another guy in Buffalo that faces an uphill climb to make their roster. He's going to be 26 here in the next week or so. Uh, He's averaged over 20 yards or catch across his two seasons, but he fell out of favor last year, caught just three balls with John Brown and Cole Beasley and um, uh, lost to Duke Williams for the three duties. They've added Stephon Diggs. They added Gabriel Davis in the draft, Isaiah Hodgins in the draft. Yeah, you think that Robert Foster's days may be numbered in Buffalo. The Bucks, by the way, did officially sign what we agreed that they did on Saturday, uh, Michael Divinity, a very underrated player out of LSU, is an undrafted free agent, 62-42, two-year starting linebacker out of LSU, was suspended for six games. Um, uh, you know, he's got some of the off-the-field issues with the substance abuse, uh, but um, 
you know, I don't think it's a, a real problem. He did get suspended for a drug test issue, um, but he's got some ability to play off the edge. Doesn't have great size to play uh, off the edge, but he can bring some pass rush skills if he can keep his head on straight. So let's keep an eye out for that. But a really good free agent signing, no risk there. Uh, we'll see how it develops. Well, the AFC South had an interesting draft class. Um, we'll start with the Houston Texans with Ross Blacklock and Jonathan Grenard and Charlie Heck and John Reed and Isaiah Coulter. That were their picks. Um, obviously, you got to factor in Laramie Tunzel. They sent their first-round pick to Miami prior to the 19 season uh, for Laramie Tunzel. He's graded out well, paid him a three-year, $66 million extension, $57 million guaranteed. Um, they needed to kind of improve the defensive line in the secondary. And you look at what they were able to do. Ross Blacklock has the athleticism that you're really covered in an interior defensive lineman. Um, doesn't have great pass rush moves, but a lot of that is due to the fact of how he's played. I like this guy's agility and explosiveness, and I think he's got really good value. Um, Jonathan Grenard was interesting. Um, he was in the talks of a trade with Detroit that didn't play out, but Grenard um, is – to me, doesn't have great athleticism, but boy's a really good player. Was very productive in college. Um, John Reed, taken day three, is got a really good athletic profile. Interesting pick, pretty good value. They signed Scotty Phillips as an undrafted free agent from Ole Miss. Um, can make it on special teams. Solid enough speed, enough versatility to potentially make the practice squad. They signed. Um, Iguanu, the guard from TCU, a uh, little stiff, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, and I worry a little bit about his durability. I'm not quite sure he's a make-it guy even on the developmental squad as an undrafted free agent. Um, Isaiah Coulter, their 171st overall pick from Rhode Island, can really run. 4-4-5 four, four, guy. Um Athletic profile is, is a lot to be desired a lot uh, outside of straight line speed. But, boy, this this guy can really run. And uh, we'll see if he can develop into something. John Reed, as I mentioned, has got good athletic ability, can cover the slot, can play press man. Uh, I'm curious to see how he'll size up as a run defender, as a smaller guy. But, you know, he can cover. Charlie Heck is an interesting pick. Um, his dad's Andy Heck. He's got – you know, a lot of experience as a technician. Uh, I think he's got some work to do uh, in terms of his handwork, but I think the guy moves his feet pretty well. Uh, not a bad pick there. Jonathan Grenard, we just talked about. I like the energy this guy plays with. I know he's a low-end starter, rotational guy, just doesn't have a athletic explosiveness to be a real factor. So that's a look at their draft, and obviously Blacklock I, I like with uh, with their pick. For the Colts, you know, Pittman and Jonathan Taylor and Julian Blackman, Jacob Easton, Danny Pinter and Robert Windsor and Isaiah Rogers and Desmond Patton and Jorgen Glasgow. Uh, we'll get into it a little bit. They traded away the 13th overall pick to San Francisco for DeForest Buckner. So that's that pick. Um, Michael Pittman, certainly a guy that's got great ball skills, 
great catch radius. Um, underneath, route running's really good possession guy. Uh, makes a lot of sense there. Jonathan Taylor uh, doesn't have great receiving ability, but size, speed, and explosiveness to be a a factor back for them. Uh, Blackman played cornerback, um, didn't play it all that well, but he's got some ability at safety. And we'll see what Jacob Eason could do, if anything, how committed he is. going to be interesting to see, um, uh, you know, as a rhythm passer, and we'll see if they can develop. Just hadn't played a lot of football. Um, you know, uh, let's see, in looking at their picks, uh, Jordan Glasgow at 213. Uh, Michigan, um, I think, is a safety linebacker hybrid guy. Um, he really good at facing up and tackling. always in good position. Um, he doesn't have a great ceiling athletically, but a really good player. Isaiah Rogers from UMass. He's got really good ball skills, a, a really top-notch competitor. I think he's got a chance to at least make the practice squad. Desmond Patton is a big physical 6'4", 222-pound possession receiver with the with a 36-inch vertical, but really surprised me when he ran sub 4'5 in the 40. Uh, he's going to have to be a special teams guy, so he's going to have to really learn um, how to improve his route running coming from that offense at Washington State under Leach. Um, Robert Windsor at 193. Two-year starter at Penn State at defensive tackle. Um, better against the pass than the run. Um, you know, he's got some bursts off the line of scrimmage. Uh, really good-looking player there. Ball State, Standy Pinter, a guard at the 149th pick. Two-year starter at right tackle for them. Um, he looks and moves, I should say, like a tight end. Looks like a, a tackle. Really good technique. Can really play out in space, fit their zone scheme. Um, this is going to be a position change for them. Uh, again, this adjustment in this unique offseason is going to be something to watch. Jacob Eason, we know, short career at Georgia, moved back out to Washington, a four-star guy. Project, you wonder a little bit about his competitiveness. Uh, is that going to be a factor? Going to be interesting um, to see how he develops. Julian Blackman at 85 uh, out of Utah. The safety, the 85th pick was really good. Um, I thought he showed good fluidity, can translate well to strong safety, suffered a knee sprain before the bowl game, kept him out of the senior bowl. Really good athlete. I think he's a starting quality safety in this league. Jonathan Taylor, love his run skills, his speed. Um, not good. He's a guy that can't get um, – Lateral and up the field was a one-cut, get-downhill back, but I think can be very good at doing just that. And Michael Pittman, I think, can be a tough-to-tackle possession receiver that is a make-it guy and potentially a number one for the Colts. Jacksonville started out with C.J. Henderson, Caitlin Chason, LaVisca Chenault, Devon Hamilton, Ben Barch, Josiah Scott, Shaq Quarterman, Daniel Thomas, Colin Johnson, Jake Luton, Chris Claybooks. Um, by trading away Jalen Rams and A.J. Bowie, they had a hole at corner. They maybe took C.J. Henderson a tad high, but, you know, he's a starter. He can play outside. He can play over the slot. Um, he's certainly just behind Jeffrey Okuda in terms of man coverage skill. Really good player. Chason has got first-round athleticism. 
physical tools, not good production, didn't turn it on well enough. Um, what can he be? Is he going to be a, another disappointment edge rusher from LSU or a guy that they're going to really like? He's their second first-round pick. He's got a hit. Teams passed on LaVisca Chenault due to his injury history. He looks like a running back after the catch. He's big. He's physical. Uh, unlimited physical tools there. Hamilton can play anywhere along the interior. Has the tools to be a run stuffer. Uh, ben Barch is a Division three player from St. John's out of Minnesota. Um, he really did a good job at the Senior Bowl. Uh, really excited to see what he can do in his growth there. Luton was one of the more underrated quarterbacks um, in the country in college. Tall guy, no mobility, strict pocket guy. I think there's some limitations there. They did sign James Robinson out of Illinois State as an undrafted free agent. Three-year starter there. Um, he's uh, he's, he's um, uh, somebody that can be a goal line runner. And um curious to see if he can help them. I thought it was great signing of J.R. Reed at safety. Was a captain, three-year starter at Georgia. I think he can cover a slot and work the free safety position. I thought he moved well and worked well at the combine. Um, I really got I realize he's got physical limitations, but this is a great signing, one of the better free agent signings in all of the league with Jacksonville getting J.R. Reed. Um, Memphis, uh, Chris Claybooks was the 223rd overall pick. Um, lean frame, I think he can come in and con- compete and maybe be on the developmental squad. Georgia Tech's Tyler Davis, um, special teams guy, good blocker. Uh, he's got a chance to make and help. And we talked a little bit about Jake Luton. I don't know that there's a lot of upside with him, uh, but an interesting guy that was very productive in college. Colin Johnson um, at 165 was uh, a solid pick, big guy, big as in 6'6", 225, big body guy, big hands that could catch the football, sub-package, big slot with big mitts, uh, good run blocker. Um, that's what they got in mind for him. Daniel Thomas with the 157th pick, two-year starter at Auburn, 5'10", 215, boundary safety in uh, Kevin Steele's man-heavy scheme. Um, he's got some speed that you look for at the next level. Uh, not the type of player you want uh, in deep coverage, though. Not great at flipping his hip and playing uh, in deep, uh, deep coverage situation. Shaq Quarterman. Miami linebacker, team captain, undersized guy, but um, he's really athletic, um, and he really does a good job facing up against the run. Um, You know, I do think they've got some limitations in coverage, which is why he slipped, but I think he's got some ability to play, particularly in the early downs, very effectively. Josiah Scott at 139, uh, a 5'9", 185-pound corner um lined up primarily on the outside and can rotate in, in nickel packages some inside uh we'll see how well it can cover and man that's going to be the key for him um ben barch is intriguing in that um technique is really good i worry a little bit about his contact balance some but the guy's Listen, I think the guy's a a project, but a really good project to work on. One of the more underrated players I thought in this draft was Devon Hamilton out of Ohio State. One-year starter at nose tackle. Gives you rotational depth. 
like his motor, like his burst, not overly athletic or strong, or he would have gone a lot higher. Just a good football player that you need on your team to help you in the rotation. He can do that. LaVisca Chenault, the sky is the limit if he can stay healthy. You can work him in across from D.J. Chark. You start to have something. can compete with Chris Conley in camp. We'll see where he goes. Um, and then Caleb on Jason. I think it's so important, you know, what he can do. Um, you know, he's got stand-up speed rusher, and um, I, that's the real key out of this draft is what can he do. I have no qualms about um, C.J. Henderson as a player. You know, you could maybe look at some other options they would have had at nine, but a plug-and-play starter that can play outside and inside, certainly you can't criticize that too much. And then we end up with Tennessee with Isaiah Wilson's big, huge guy that may be a little bit higher than I would have taken him. I like him more as a guard than tackle, but he can play right tackle in a run-blocking scheme, which they have. Um, Fulton um, was an interesting pick. Getting a steal there I think was really good. Cole McDonald, um, I don't know that they're going to get anything out of him development-wise down the road, but an intriguing pick, quarterback out of Hawaii. Um, Chris Jackson was selected 243 uh, from Marshall, the safety. Originally recruited as a two-star wide receiver prospect. He's got uh, good instincts, good on-the-ball instincts, can make the play on the ball. He's capable with good strength to play the run. Um, on Cole McDonald, you know, he's got decent size. Um, you know, this offense is not real conducive to projecting. He's got to take better care of the football. He's got some toughness. Got a little bit, be a little bit more focused. Got somewhat of a nonchalant attitude that, that is not that appealing, quite frankly. Um, North Carolina State's defensive tackle pick of Laurel Merchinson at 174. Junior college transfer, uh, rotated between nose tackle and defensive end, a late bloomer, proving as a pass rusher, but really good motor, good college production. I think pretty good um, rotational value there uh, for where they got him. Darrington Evans, the running back from Appalachian State, picked at 93. Really good player. I mean, he, he was a short yardage back. He's He's got change of pace ability. He's uh, one cut running style with really good speed. Um, you know, run a lot of the zone stretch stuff that they run. So you know exactly what they're looking at. He's natural as a receiver out of the backfield. Doesn't fumble the football. Can run route from the slot. Really good player that can help them as a rotation on a change of pace back for them. Christian Fulton corner from LSU, uh, played the boundary during the championship run, um, man-to-man cover guy, physical guy that can run. Um, I think he can be a solid starter in the league with some upside. And then, of course, Isaiah Wilson, as I said. Um, you know, he, he, you know, he's got better ability in the passing game than you might think. He's shade over 21. He's got some upside. He's going to replace Jeff Conklin at, uh, at tackle. Um, uh, you know, so uh, really, really solid draft kind of filled some of the needs. I thought that most of the teams in this um, division, again, did a very nice job. Tomorrow we're going to take a look at the NFC South teams. Hey, folks, we appreciate um, 
you joining us. Again, if you've got a question, send it to me at contactchris at LandryFootball.com, and we will address it. A reminder to check out the great folks at 401k Generation again. Give them a call. Give them a text at 1-866-998-5879. They're licensed in all 50 states. And we wouldn't have this podcast if it wasn't for them. It's as simple as that. So if you can give them a call, no obligation, call or text. We surely would appreciate it. And uh, we encourage you to check us out at LandryFootball.com for our best scouting season offer that we still have in play. Uh, Give us a call there. Uh, We can uh, certainly get you hooked up with the best offer, less than $5 a month, which will give you all the detailed analysis of the draft, recruiting boards, draft boards, next year's draft boards, um, obviously free agency next year, uh, obviously breaking down the rosters heading into the season. It's a, it's a nonstop, just like football seasons and football organizations and college programs work all year round. We do as well getting you ready for the football season. And we will have a football season, and we're getting you prepared for it better than uh, we've ever you've ever had uh, going into a season. So check us out today over at LandryFootball.com. Check us out over on the College Football Show as well as we break down the college game nationally at the top of each show every weekday and then recap the week that was in a different conference each week in different region of the country. Hey, appreciate you joining us. Again, talk to you tomorrow and talk to you over on the college show. Take care, everybody, and be safe out there. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.